0: Hello and welcome to Bishop Arthur Dixon's podcast. Bishop Arthur Dixon is a true son of Bishop Dagwood Mills and the convener of Jesus is the Rock Church, a denomination under the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Listen and be blessed as he shares with you deep messages from the Word of God. Amen. Well, this morning I'm speaking on the subject, the house on a rock. The house on the rock, hallelujah. Turn your Bibles to First Corinthians chapter ten. First Corinthians chapter ten. I am reading from verse number one. The Bible says, That moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud, and all passed through the sea, and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea and did all eat the same spiritual meat and did all drink the same spiritual drink for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was Christ. Hallelujah. So this morning I'm introducing to you the rock that the Bible talks about. Hallelujah. And so, if you are going to build a house, it is important what type of soil you build your house upon. Amen. You know, the Bible says in Matthew chapter seven, verse 24, Matthew 7, 24, 25 to 27, He says, therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon the rock. In other words, when you hear the word of God and you are a doer of God's word, you are likened to a man who builds his house upon the rock. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, and the rain descended and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock Amen and everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man so in other words if you are not obedient if you are not a doer of God's word the Bible has a description for you. If you are a doer of God's word, the Bible also has a description for you. I don't know which one you want to choose, but if I were you, I would choose the one who hears God's word and does it. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that he's like a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. You know, usually it's much easier. At least one has been involved in building quite a bit. And I noticed that one of the soils upon which you build, easier soil to build upon, is the sandy soil. Once you dig, you don't re- meet any resistance. Between Basa and uh, k- Keta, you know, the soils are different. I remember when we were building Basa at a point. The guys we gave the work to, to dig said that they cannot dig anymore because they hit and the thing bounces back. They hit and the thing bounces back. It doesn't go in. It had to take a certain heavy-duty machine to, as it were, excavate, you know. And when we excavated, we noticed that the entire Soil is rocky. We were able to even use part of the rocks for the projects. Hallelujah. Now, most people will not like to build on such a soil. And the reason is because it is difficult to build on such soil. Hallelujah. But I want you to understand and know that it is better to build on a difficult soil, which is the rock, So that when the winds begin to blow and the storms come, and I'm telling you that everyone present here listening to me, you will experience the storms of life. Life presents storms. Hallelujah. And it's not just one storm. It's one storm after the other. It's one difficulty after the other. It's one challenge after the other. But depending on what soil you build your house upon, you will either still stand firm or you will collapse. May you not collapse in the name of Jesus. I said, may your house not collapse in the name of Jesus. And clearly indicating that a person who hears God's word and does it, he can be likened to a man who built his house upon the rock hallelujah and he says that and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell and great was the fall if you are not a doer of God's word you are open to falling and the Bible is saying that when you fall the fall will be a great fall may you not experience a great fall In the mighty name of Jesus, may you rather experience stability that when the storms of life comes towards you. How many have experienced storms in life? If you have not experienced storms in life, it means that you are a baby. You were just born. Once you hit two years, you begin to experience storms. Because when you are a terrible two, you will put your hands in the fan. A storm has begun. You will start bleeding. You will, you will try to pick something from the soup. Hot, something will pour on you. The storm has begun. Hallelujah. So it is my prayer that as you encounter the storms of this life, you must know that you need to build upon the rock. Turn to somebody and tell him if there is any soil you must build on I recommend highly that you build upon the rock and the rock is Jesus Christ Hallelujah So the first thing I want you to understand about building your house on the rock is that Jesus likens your life to the building of a house Jesus likens your life. So your life is like building a house. Hallelujah. In Psalm 127, verse 1, it says, Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman wicked in vain. Amen. So, for you to even build your house, you must build depending solely on the wisdom of God's word. Amen. Oh, I said amen? The second thing I want you to know is that beware of things that are done quickly. Beware of things that are done quickly. You know, in life, I notice that people like fast things. Now, The ladies don't want to cook anymore because they feel that there is fast food true or not true? Uh aha the ladies don't want to cook anymore they want to adopt some cultures from other places but growing up what I saw my mother do was to cook and when she cooks she dishes it into bowls and puts that in the freezer I'm told that there are some men they always want fresh food. It's okay if you want fresh food. At least the ladies must try and cook. We like fast things too much. And do you know that fast food also has its negatives? Oh yeah. There was nothing I mean, conflicts. Where where you get we pass eat conflicts. You have to eat rice water. Hmm? Or oh, coco? True or not true? Yeah, coco? You know more cocoa? It's also called Pompon Soup. soup. Or a quick baby, something has fallen inside. Or a yaw. Is it a yaw? Hallelujah People love fast things. It's become the pride of people to quickly become rich. And the Bible says that he that wants to be rich quickly has an evil eye. Amen? When you are building upon the rock, it is a gradual process. Because it's difficult to dig. And I dare tell you that when somebody is building upon the rock, it will take him quite a bit of time. But when somebody is building upon the sand, he will do it quickly, and by the time you realize the sand is sitting, the building is sitting up. Hallelujah! But I pray that you will beware of doing things quickly, or beware of things that are done quickly. You can do things quickly, but things done quickly are fraught with evil. Hallelujah! With evil. When you read from matthew chapter 7 verse 24 clearly it indicates it over there that the man who built upon the sun not many days the building was standing but both the one that was built on the rock and the one that was built on the sun experienced the same condition the same condition the conditions are not different that because you built on the rock that one, the wind will be stronger. The same wind will come against your house. Hallelujah. Now, if you are a doer of God's word, if you are a hearer of God's word and you do it, the Bible says that when the storms of life comes, you'll be able to stand. I pray that nothing will cause you to backslide. Nothing will cause you to fall off. But you'll rather stand firm in the midst of all the storms, say amen to that. Amen. You will stand firm. Amen. Beware of things that look easy. You know, we like easy things. If you look at, even school, the difficult courses, when you finish, it rather generates more money. True or not true. Now, if you do medicine, when you finish, you get a certain honor if you do law, and it takes a long time if you do architecture. See, but if you go and do computer programming, three months, you call yourself engineer, what do you mean? Do you know who an engineer is? Do you know what it takes to be an engineer? So, when things are easy, there are some of you, you were told to go to school, you never went to school. You said you want not fast connect. You know, fast connect, fast connection. You know that, oh, after, after SS, Charlie, I can, I can just do one, two, one, two. You see, one, two, one, two. Every time, one, two, one, two. And you were offered a calls to do. You say, oh, this calls here, Charlie, I mean, there's no money. I just have to look for money, you know, and all that. You will notice that after you have grown, you can't go to school again because all your grey matter. Is wearing off. Do you know what the gray matter is? The place that helps you to for things to stick in your brain. It's called the gray matter. And as you are growing, the gray matter wears off. And when it wears off, you are sitting in class with young, sharp, little children and then they are doing your homework for you. And when they do their, your, your homework for you, you pay them for doing homework. Something that you should have done freely and easily, now you are paying for it. May you not go after easy things. Hallelujah. When we look at the life of our prophet Bishop Dagwood Mills, do you think it is easy to respond to the call of God when he had all the opportunities to travel outside to be a surgeon, to be a cardiothoracic surgeon or a, a pediatric surgeon or orthopedic surgeon or something? I mean, he chose the difficult path. And let me tell you something, when the Lord calls you, you need to be determined to follow. If you do not follow, I'm telling you, you will not see the glory of the Lord. Today, people are saying, hey, he's a great man. He's a wonderful man. He's an amazing man. God has anointed him. He's powerful. But let me tell you something. The journey has not been easy. Your road or your way to greatness, you will meet storms. But thanks be to God that he did not build his house upon the sand. He built his house upon the rock. And because he built his house upon the rock, he was ready to obey the voice of God. And because of the obedience, look at you and I. We are seated here listening to the word of God in a beautiful church which is one of the branches that he has established. I pray that you'll be an obedient person in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Number four, the same type of storms will come to everybody. I'm telling you, what you are complaining to somebody about, that you you have made yourself a consultant and you are giving advice. That same thing will come towards your direction. And then you give consultation advice again for us to see. You know people it's so easy for people to advise when they have not experienced things sometimes i look at some people and i say that, you who has made you a consultant what have you survived what have you been through what have you seen in life before that you are trying to advise you hear marital say, you have not married before you are giving married people counsel You've not even had a beloved for the beloved to jilt you. You are advising married people. Huh? Have you met somebody like that before? Who advises, you know, people when he or she has not experienced anything yet. It is my prayer in the name of Jesus. That when the storm is blowing toward, and let me tell you something, the road to follow Christ is not an easy journey. For those of you who think that when I, when I serve the Lord, you give me peppermint. Look, let me tell you something. It's not like that. It has never been like that. Right from the time when God called Abraham, the story of Abraham should tell you, The story of Moses should tell you. The story of Jesus should tell you. The story of Paul should tell you that none of these wonderful patriarchs had it easy when they were following Christ. Now, if you are going to follow Christ and you like it easy, 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 you are building your house on the sand. It's just a matter of time. When the storms come, you would crumple in the name of Jesus. But God is delivering you out of it in the name of Jesus. Amen. The storm there, yeah, it will come vehemently, but I pray in the name of Jesus that the storm will not be able to pull you down. Amen. The final and great storm of life is the storm of death. Did you know that? And it is all, it also comes to everyone. How many know that There is a final storm that nobody can outwit. This storm, you cannot outwit it. You may be very handsome. You may be very beautiful. You may be black and beautiful. You may be fair and colored. You may be, I don't know, you may have all the vital statistics I want you to know that there is a major storm. And that storm is called the storm of death. Unfortunately, this storm never announces itself when it is coming. It can come at any time. Yeah. It can come at any time. Everyone seated here has an appointment with death. Hallelujah. You know, this particular subject, when you talk about it, then people are jittery. But you see, that's the reality. It's always good that you embrace the truth and prepare yourself ahead of time than to just ignore it and say, oh, Bishop, you are una in us. You are una in us. The greatest storm and the final storm is death. Hallelujah. Second Samuel chapter 14 verse number 14 says for we must needs die. For we must needs die and are uh, as water spilt on the ground which cannot be gathered up again. Neither that God respect any person yet that he devised means that his banished Be not expelled from him. Hallelujah. So everyone is going to die. And you see, our death is like when you pour water on the ground. And we tell you that gather the water again and put back into the cup. You notice that there is no way you can get all. It's impossible. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's impossible. Every one of us is going to meet the storm. The question I'm asking you is that, are you ready to meet the storm? Are you ready? And you must act and behave ready. And you must be ready. Any day, any time, you must be ready. Because when I look at the human body, and I see how fragile and how delicate it is, I get surprised that people can wake up and still aspire to see tomorrow. It's so delicate. You know, you were just eating guava, the guava seed just entered into your appendix. And then you started having, and sometimes appendix will not even present the symptoms of appendicitis. Rather, it will present as nothing. And then the day that you are getting the sign, that is the day it is rapturing. And it can either rupture or it may not rupture at all. Sometimes what it will do is that it will leak. So when you eat, the content in your stomach, portions go through the appendix. And it leaks into the stomach. The stomach is lined with a wall called the peritoneum. And once it enters into that wall, it becomes inflamed. And then you get what we call peritonitis. You are just about dying. Don't behave as if... You have control over your life. Don't act as if tomorrow is yours. Tomorrow is never yours. Behave and act as if you have just today. And make yourself ready for that great storm. Turn to somebody and tell him, make yourself ready for that great storm. Number six, the storm. Of death would definitely come to everyone no matter who you are. Well, I'm not too sure who you think you are, Mr. Big Staff. When the storm comes, you will see that the storm has come. Some may be fortunate enough possibly to be sick for a short while so you can prepare something and then some may not. You 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 are asleep, you wake up no, Ah, where am I? Where am I? Where am I? Then you realize that ah you pinch yourself and you realize that ah, as someone I'm dead. As someone, I'm dead. Hallelujah. So it will come to everyone. In Job 30 23, the Bible says, For I know that thou wilt bring me to death. And to the house appointed for all living. John said, I know that you will bring me to death. And to a place for the living. In Psalm 49 verse 10. He says, for he seeth that wise men die. Likewise, the fool and the brutish person also perishes. So wise people will die. Foolish people will also die. And leave their wealth to others. I have been contemplating. If God has not given you a special mission to create job employment, your struggles are useless. Sometimes you wonder why people are working so feverishly for money. Sometimes you, you, I think about it, I, I don't know. And if your mission is not towards advancing God's kingdom, I don't know what you are working for. Seriously. I've been thinking about it that what can we work for? Of course, if you are advancing the kingdom, you are taking care of the family to to survive and to move on. But it's like, I have 27 houses. I have 365. Listen to me, do you know who I am? You are but a dust, Mr. Bigstaff. You are but a dust, Mr. Bigstaff. Yeah. If there is any labor to do, it is to labor for the Lord whilst you are alive. Say amen to that. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27. The Bible says, And as is appointed unto man once to die, and after death, there is judgment, Hallelujah. After that, there is what? There is judgment. The appointment, I tell you. You may not know where. You may not know how, but it will come. People ask, so what about the people who died in the in the in the in the, in the sea? I have one of our pastors, who recently died, whilst he was travelling to go. And buried their sister or something. Yeah, she was in a ship. He was in a ship. And uh, the amazing bit is that when he was dying, you see, this is, this is the mind of somebody who looks beyond eternity, beyond the earth. Whilst he was dying, he sees a woman who is dying and a child who is dying and takes his life jacket and gives it to them. That you live, I know where I'm going. I am sure of where I'm going. You live. Get another opportunity. Get another chance to hear the gospel of Jesus and be born again. I am not talking about a rhetoric. I'm not talking about a fiction. I am talking about somebody I know personally who died a few months ago in Gabon. When you are a man who knows that I'm ready, like Paul said, you are not afraid to die. Many people are afraid to die because they are not ready. Death means urination. When it, that, look, I went on the ward. I saw some people dying, and I also saw some people die. And amazingly, there are some people when they are dying, it's a struggle. <laughs> because depending on where you are going the convoy will come for you and then I've also stood by somebody who was dying he said bishop I'm in so much pain Pray for me for the pain to go. I laid hands on her, prayed for her. Then suddenly she said, Wow, I am well. I am well. Now, the I am well, I don't think was the prayer. The I am well was because I think that the Lord was detaching him from the body. I am well. After 15 minutes, he told she told, she told her husband. Wow, the chariot has come. We are ready to go. I am also ready. Sweetheart, I'm ready. Pam, she was gone. You see, I'm not telling you Kokuanase's story. Do you know Kokuanase's story? Those of you who don't belong to the old, this thing, you don't know Kokuanase's story. You don't know those things, you see. <laughs> now nah, I don't even understand why they say Kokuanase's I don't know what it means. Yeah this lady died a young girl one of her bishop's daughter she had been struggling with a condition she wakes up in the morning and says mommy i have a joyous news for you i am well and then within that short period her condition changed and she was rushed to the hospital. And when she went to the hospital, suddenly, she was dying off. And then they saw that she was smiling, 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 and she was gone. So, I, you would see a picture of her dead, and the dead body is smiling like this. It's what she saw. It was so glorious. It was so beautiful. He noticed that nothing can compare here on earth to what he was seeing. And she was gone at the age of 11 years. Listen to me. The old dies. The young dies. If you tell you are younger, you are waiting to be old. Just get ready. Jesus died at the age of 33. If the savior died at the age of 33... I don't know why you think. Listen to me, life is not about how long you live. Methuselah lived 969 years. The Bible says that he married wives and bore children. That's all that was said about him. It's about building content. And when I talk about building content, not going for PhDs and all those things, but building content into eternity. Developing content that one day when the Lord sees you, he will stand on his feet and say, Well done. Thou good and faithful. The word faithful means a person who is full of faith. A person who trusted me throughout whilst he was on earth. Thou good and faithful servant. Enter into my rest. Hallelujah. When the certain storm of death comes, will you be ready? It could either be a death on a plane. It could be a death in a ship like our brother oh if god was with him listen stop that your conspiracy theory man if god was with him why did he die that way stop saying those things how you exit doesn't really matter much where you exit to is what matters and this morning i've come to you church to remind us that if you choose to build your house upon the rock the storms will come. And especially the final storm. When the final storm comes, you will make it. Hallelujah. Now listen to me. After the storm of death, you will be faced with the storm of judgment. If you build your house on the sand, you will not survive. You will go to hell. How many want to build upon the sand? How many want to build upon the rock? And clearly, the Bible has indicated that a person who builds his house upon the rock is a person who hears God's word and does it. Not just hearing. You see, as I'm preaching right now, everyone is hearing what I'm saying, true or not true. But the difference between you and the other person is what you are doing with what you are hearing. What you do with what you you hear. It is my prayer that God will give you the strength, the willing commitment to be obedient. Listen to him. Obey him and do it. So that on that day, you will not be found wanting. May God help us. May he deliver us from every onslaught of the enemy. May he deliver us from deception. I said, may he deliver us from deception. May he help us to open our hearts and embrace his word and his truth and may he help us to be a doer of his word in Jesus name and all said. Amen. Rise to your feet. Lift your hands to him. I want you to pray as the Holy Spirit to help you to live by the word of the Lord to live by his word Father we pray this precious morning we thank you for your word of truth we thank you for the word of salvation we thank you for your word that brings direction to our lives we thank you for your guidance through the truth your word says that we shall know the truth and the truth will set us free set us free Lord from the deceptions of this life Set us free from hardness of heart. Set us free from disobedience. Bring us to the place where we shall yield to your word. Holy Spirit, touch our hearts this morning. Minister salvation to many. And minister deliverance from the power of darkness right now. I ask the Holy Spirit. Flow in the heart of man and in the mind of man. In Jesus' precious name. And all said amen. As we close our eyes briefly, I want to pray for you on this precious Founders Day. You've heard the word of God. The storm, the final storm is death. The question is where are you going to spend eternity when you die? God has provided solution and the solution is in Jesus Christ the Bible says that God has given us a son that he that have a son have life he that have not a son have not life this has been written that you would believe that eternal life is in the son listen if you only you would receive Jesus into your heart and believe that God sent him to you to bring salvation to you you will be saved this morning I want to pray for you, you want to say Bishop, pray for me, I want to be born again wherever you are, can you lift your hands, I'm going to pray for you right now, today is your day of salvation God bless you God bless you, I can see all those hands God bless you God bless you, today is your day the choice you make will determine your destination if you've lifted your hand, can you do another thing? You want to say, Bishop, pray for me. Just walk to me right now. Come to me right now. Come to me right now. Me right now. Also, also. Put your hands together for them. Let's celebrate these wonderful souls. Come, come, come to me. Walk, walk point. Come, young man in black. Come, come. You lifted your hand. Just walk to me right now. Put your hands together, church. Let's encourage them. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Put your hands together for them as they walk forward to give their lives to the master. Today is your day of salvation. Tomorrow might be too late. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Run to the mercy seat of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believes on Him will not perish but have everlasting life. Now, there are a couple of people that are hearing me right now. All you are saying is that, Bishop, I am shy. But let me tell you something Jesus was not ashamed to be put on the cross naked he was disgraced for our sake you are wearing clothes and God is offering you the opportunity take advantage of it now if you are standing in the congregation you want to say Bishop I want to take a decision to receive Jesus Christ into my heart as my Lord and personal Savior. Join us right now. Join us right now. Join us right now. Come, come, come as we pray. God bless you. Put your hands together for them. God bless you. Today is your day of salvation. God bless you. Today is your day of salvation. Tomorrow might be too late. Come, 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 come to Jesus. Put your hands together. Let's celebrate Jesus for the life of these precious ones. Oh, we give you glory and we give you praise Lord all day yes Jesus loves me yes Jesus loves me God bless you yes Jesus loves me yes tells me so. so. Precious ones, can you lift your hands? Let us share a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for all these precious ones, Lord. Your word says that they that come to you shall in no wise cast away. We commit them into your hands. Have mercy on them in Jesus' name. Now lift your hand and pray this simple prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I believe you are the son of God. I believe you died for my sins this morning i acknowledge that i'm a sinner lost and condemned to sin i cannot save myself so i come to you just as i am please forgive me of my sins come into my heart and be the lord of my life from today i believe that jesus is the son of God. i believe that he died On the third day, he rose again and he's seated at the right hand of the Father. I believe that he's coming back again for me. Father, I'm grateful for your mercy towards me and for your salvation towards me. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, why don't you celebrate this precious moment? These are precious moments, hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are precious moments where a life of a sinner is being turned around into righteousness.